And floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we make good homes better. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do it yourself dilemma. The number is 1 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974. Call us right now if you'd like some tips on how to get organized. If you've been putting that off for a while and you don't know where to start, no problem. Because coming up on today's program, we're going to have tips to help you hide that clutter for now so you can at least crust that off your holiday list. (laughs) And if cooking is another item on your list, make sure you give your stove's vent hood its own maintenance. you got to pay attention to it. Show it some love. It's the holidays. Don't forget to put them on your list. It's always there and you got to remember that it needs a little TLC to keep it functioning well. So we're going to tell you what you need to know to purge it of all of that grease and grime. And speaking of cooking and cleaning, how about an all-natural way to clean your oven? Something you can do right now that's not messy, doesn't have any overpowering fumes, and you can probably do it with ingredients that you have in your cabinets right now. We're going to give you that recipe a little later. And if a painting project is on your list of to-dos this fall, we're giving away a set of stiletto paintbrushes this hour. It's worth 20 bucks, and these are super cool and, might I add, very helpful arrow-tipped paintbrushes that will make cutting in and all of your painting projects projects an absolute breeze. So give us a call right now with your home improvement question. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. We will toss all callers this hour into the Money Pit hard hat and send out that set of stiletto brushes to one winner. Leslie, who's first? Joe in Connecticut is looking to go green with his energy consumption. What can we do for you? Hi yeah uh, I uh, am gonna need to re roof my garage here and it's a two car garage and okay. I had heard one of my friends who lived in uh, Alaska that said that he had had solar powers installed in a windmill and ended up making more power than he used. And I was just wondering if you could give me any information on that or vendors or that kind of stuff. Well, certainly um, considering solar energy and wind energy are two good technologies, but you've got to have the right um, home for it. I mean, you've got to have... And I don't think you can just put up a turbine in your backyard. Well, in, in the more crowded areas of the Northeast, the uh, local zoning officials get rather emotional about that. And so you have to have the proper permits. Um, that being said, if you did have clearance, certainly putting up a wind generator or adding solar panels to your roof are two good ways to reduce your reliance on the traditional electrical system. And there are solar panels that look like roofing shingles. So you could, instead of those big giant solar panels that you've seen sort of sit off on the roof itself, these sort of are the same as an asphalt shingle and they sort of get laid in intermittently across the roof and they generate power as well. I would check with your local power provider that you use currently to find out what their solar capacity is, what you would have to generate to get off the grid and start sort of feeding their power source and getting some money back. Also, Joe, there are a lot of rebates that are available right now for alternative energy sources, so you might want to look into that and find out if in your area, uh, particularly in your state, whether or not there are rebate programs that you could take advantage of. I know there um, are many of them in New Jersey, and I think Connecticut as well, so you might want to find out about that. Donna in California needs some help with a remodeling project. What's going on? Uh, We're remodeling our kitchen, and my husband would prefer it if we did not replace all the kitchen tile. He just wants to add on to the existing tile to extend the bar. 
So needless to say, we're trying to find grout that matches some grout from quite a few years back. Uh, it's very difficult to get grout to match because even if you had you know, the original bag of grout that you put in, obviously with all the wear and the tear and the cleaning of the tile over the years, it does tend to discolor. And if you put new grout in that new section, it would be dramatically different. Now, the good news is, you know, give it a year or two, it would probably end up being the same. But the other thing that you could do is uh, if you did clean the old grout and then put the new stuff in, you could probably stain it using well, a concrete stain. Yeah, or it's like a, a grout dye or a grout tint, they call it. And you can apply it right to existing dried grout and it totally, you know, paints it. Oh, well... Where would I find that kind of product? You know, Donna, there's actually a great online resource you should look at, and it's simply titled GroutDye.com. And when you snoop around the website, you'll see there's a color chart, and I think they offer something like 17 or 20 colors. They're custom mixed at the time of order, so you know that everything's fresh and the colorant's going to be really adherent and, and stick to the grout. And it goes on with either a toothbrush or a special applicator bottle and it seems like it's a really easy product to apply and it should give you the results you're looking for. Yeah Donna just make sure you follow the manufacturer's instructions on that because you want to make sure that that old grout is super clean before you put this on so you get good and even adhesion uh, and absorption from the old to the new and then it's all going to match. Excellent excellent thank you guys very much. You're welcome Donna thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you need a major home improvement project to help you work off all of that extra weight from that very <laughs> large Thanksgiving dinner. I know I'm having a hard time getting my tool belt on Back this on. weekend. <laughs> so give us a call if you need help getting some projects done around the house 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at one eight 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 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. And if uh, those Thanksgiving crowds left your house in a real mess, no problem. You don't have to declutter your home to make it look neater. We're going to have some tips to help you hide your stuff next. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, especially if you've got a painting project on your mind, because we're giving away a set of three Stiletto paintbrushes worth 20 bucks. It's a very unique brush, this Stiletto brush. It really gives you sort of the edge when you need precision in your painting because it's cut in sort of a diamond shape. It's got a point on it, so it's easy to cut around walls, ceilings, corners, moldings. They really let you express your style with ease. You're not going to be getting paint in the places you don't want it to be, and we're going to give that set of brushes away to one caller who reaches us today at one eight 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 Money Pit with their home improvement question. Yeah, and painting it really is a great project for this time of year, and during the holidays, it can 
and help to give an old room in your house a brand spanking new look that your guests are just going to love. But only if you clear the clutter out of those rooms first. And if the thought of finding a home for all of those things that you don't know exactly what to do with, because that's why they're sticking out in the first place, is just totally overwhelming you, well, maybe you can just procrastinate a little longer and just stow your stuff before your family comes to dinner. First, you want to get rid of the stuff that you don't use or you don't need on a daily basis. And once you've pared down all of your belongings a bit, you can use laundry baskets to sort and hold things temporarily and stick those baskets in a bedroom closet and your home is instantly decluttered. Just don't open that closet door. Underscore temporary fix. We're not recommending you turn your house uh, (laughs) into sort of a pack rat paradise. But you could also think about hiring a cleaning service for just a one-time visit. It's worth the money. They are pros. They will see the dirt. You can't because they're so used to it. They'll scrub that place clean and it'll look fantastic for you, for your family, for your guests. And you can cross one more thing off your to-do list at this busy holiday time of the year. 888-666-3974. Call us right now if you've got a home improvement project in mind that we can help you with. Leslie, who's next? Now, Mike in New Jersey is thinking about putting some carpeting in the basement. Mike, you know how we feel about that. I know, but I had carpeting in the basement, and uh, I'm remodeling the basement, so I want to put new carpeting back down. But the old carpeting had padding, and I'm told to glue the new one down, so I don't know what to do. Don't do it. Don't do it, Mike. If you put carpeting in that basement, I mean, I'm glad you survived to make this phone call, having had carpet down there. (laughs) You've never had water down there? Yeah, it's just not a good idea. Even if you don't have water, Mike, there's so much moisture and humidity in that slab that combined with the dirt and the dust that will get in that carpet is going to grow mold in a big way. And it causes a whole host of respiratory situations. Yeah, especially as you get older. I would definitely not put carpeting in the basement. Here's some more options to give you something to choose from. Um, If you want something that's really good looking and is going to be dimensionally stable, you can think about engineered hardwood floor. It will look like a regular hardwood floor that you might have higher up in the house. But it's engineered, so it's dimensionally stable. It's made of alternating layers of hardwood. Now, if you really want a carpet, put the engineered floor down and then put some throw regs on top of it so you can still have that soft surface under feet. But whatever you do, don't glue a carpet to that concrete floor. You're just asking for trouble. Okay. I already did partial laminate in the kitchen area of the basement on the cement. Mm-hmm. Actually, on the choice. old linoleum. Yeah, that was yeah. a good choice. Laminate yeah, floors are a good choice. My wife wanted to do the whole basement with that, but uh, I wanted to do the carpeting. So, well, your wife's a smart woman. And you know what? The <laughs> laminate all in the basement is going to make the space seem so much bigger. It's going to be easier to clean, and you're going to find you enjoy hanging out down there a lot more because you're not going to feel like sneezy or allergy-ish without any explanation. And Mike, That's remember, true. if you go for the laminate, there's so many colors and patterns. I mean, it doesn't have to look like a vinyl floor. It can look like hardwood. It can look like tile. It can look like stones. So you have a lot of choices. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that. Okay. Okay, very good. All right, Mike, have we talked to you out of the carpet? Yes, you have. Yes, good. You have. <laughs> He's like, maybe. Our job is done. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Susie in North Dakota needs some help with a leaky roof. Tell us what's going on. Oh, I've been here 13 years, and this flat roof is driving me nuts. Okay. I had half lap put on it, still leaked. I put hot tar on it. I had the overhangs enclosed, and the last application was spray foam that was supposed to be guaranteed not to leak for 10 years. Uh-huh. First time, First time it rained, it leaked. Oh, boy. 
Have you been having a time of it with these roofers? Have they been coming back and living up to warranties, or what's the situation there? Oh, I can't talk about that. It's in court. <laughs> it's that bad, oh. huh? All right. Now, what kind of house do you have? I bought two old churches. Okay. And this flat roof is in between them. Mm-hmm. So are you getting water that's, like, dumping on from both sides? No, I have commercial eaves. Okay. Okay. But the flat roof section is in between two buildings. Is that what's going on? Yes. All right. Well, if you've been putting stuff on top of this and it's still leaking, you're probably at the point now where everything needs to be stripped down to the frame. And once you do that, then it can be specced out for a, a brand new roof. Uh, when you're trying to decide what kind of roof that you're going to use, you're probably going to either do a built-up roof, and if you do a built-up roof, it's going to be at least a five-ply, not a three-ply. And if not, you might want to consider a rubber roof. Now, a rubber roof is a good option because once it's sealed in place, it's totally impervious to water. I mean, and it lasts a really long time. But to try to, to deal with an existing roof that's had so many applications of so many different products, you know, you are doing nothing but masking the problem. And I think that if you got this stripped down uh, and started from scratch with a good quality roofing company that delivered on a good quality warranty on top of the work, that's the only way you're going to get this thing to stop once and for all. Heading over to Pennsylvania to chat with Damon. What can we do for you today? I finished my basement, and we had a real torrential rain. Okay. And uh, around my utility room down there where the water heater is and the furnace, we had water all the way around the basin. What I found out was what I believe is the problem is there was a major downspout and a major um, water where the water evacuates through this mm hose. -hmm. It was... Uh, it was blocked with leaves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that is the most common cause of water problems in a basement, Damon. That's how uh, my basement flooded. You need to get that water away from the foundation perimeter. So cleaning the gutters, cleaning the downspouts, extending the drains, and improving the slope of the soil around that wall so that everything runs nicely away from the building, that will stop the wet basement. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome, Damon. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Randy in Texas needs some help with a brick project. What happened? Well, I have recently downsized houses, and uh, I've got this place that was built, I guess, in the uh, late 70s. And it's got a neat fireplace in it that goes through, uh, it's double-sided. It goes from the living room area into the dining room area. And uh, I guess whoever had the place before me decided uh, they didn't like the brick look and painted it all white. Yay! Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's nice and ugly now, and... And I'm trying to decide whether I want to uh, just take it down to the brick or put on some slate tile or something like that that would uh, make it look better. And uh, I just know that I need to get that paint off before I can do anything to it. So I'm trying to find the best way to get that paint off of there. How much time and energy you got? <laughs> <laughs> I got all kinds of time. And uh, energy-wise, well, it depends on what day you catch me on. <laughs> I tell you, there is not a thing out there except professional sandblasting that's going to get that paint uh, off. Yeah, you might just want to think of a decorating scheme. <laughs> Can't you adhere a slate or some sort of um, stone facing on top of the paint? Sure. What about one of those Owens Corning products? That would look You great. know, that's true. Owens Corning came out with a new interior product. They had one outside called um, 
cultured stone veneer. But there's an interior version of it that's far lighter weight. And it's made, I mean, it's not real stone. It's like compressed concrete to make it look like real stone. And the color is all through it. And it comes sort of in a swatch of different colors to make up this beautiful tonation. And they do river rock and flagstone. And it installs super easy. And that's a great application for a fireplace. And the thing is, Randy, if you did go through all that work to remove the paint, you might find out that there was a reason that they painted right. it to begin That's with. That's the other thing I'm afraid of. Now, yeah. what do you have to do to make that uh, that product adhere to it then? I mean, do you use a, a regular mastic? It's a mastic adhesive. It's very lightweight. It's easy to do, and it's easy to mm-hmm. cut. And I think that that's probably the best solution mm-hmm. for you. And their website gives a ton of very detailed directions, including what type of adhesive and, you know, how to apply it, depending on which uh, cultured stone you choose. But make sure you look at their interior product. All right. Well, I appreciate your help very much. Thank you. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Jean's calling from Long Island, New York. What can we do for you today? You can help me get the dents out of my carpet from where my furniture had been. Did you get new furniture, Jean? No, I just rearranged my living room. Oh, okay. Bad mistake. And how many, years did, how many years did the old furniture stay oh, in that one place? about 20. <laughs> oh, gosh. So you're dealing with really hefty, hefty, hefty depressions here. What kind of carpet is it? Does it have a long pile? Is it short? What is it like? No, it's not long. I... I don't know what to call it. All right. We have a short carpet in our living room, and I tend to move the furniture around a lot. Now, the furniture's maybe only sat there five years or so, but still dented. I usually take a fork, a comb, and my vacuum with the hose attachment, and maybe that, like, fine attachment that you use to get behind the radiator or something. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And I've taken the fork to sort of puff up the pile a little bit to sort of scratch through it and sort of make it stand up again. And then I've taken the vacuum attachment and just really worked that area and then the fork and the comb again. And, you know, after about an hour or so, it, <laughs> it does do the trick. But I mean, oh, it, it, it does take time, but it really does work. Well, I had gone online and they said to dampen the spot, to wet it actually. You, you know what my concern that? is. You know what my concern is, Leslie. If she's had the furniture on the carpet, it's not so much the carpet that's showing the dent as it is the foam below, uh, which the may padding. Be, yeah, the padding may be completely destroyed in that spot. Probably. Yeah. Well, I, I either live with it or buy new carpeting. I think my decision's been made. <laughs> <laughs> I say try my trick. It could work. It could do it. I'll give that a try. Yes, I will. Thanks so much. You're welcome, Gene. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, there's one appliance in your home that certainly gets a major workout this time of year, and that's your stove. And there's one thing that sort of partners along with your stove that works just as hard but gets very little credit, and that's your stove's vent hood. Well, we want you to show your appreciation to the vent hood by keeping it in tip-top shape. We're going to tell you how after this. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 
Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And since it is the holidays and everybody's getting very busy around their money pits this time of year, and cooking is on everybody's to-do list, you really need to pay attention to your stove and, more importantly, the filter that keeps all of the air in your kitchen clean and keeps that grease and grime out of every nook and cranny around the kitchen. So you do need to pay extra attention to your stove's vent hood, especially this time of year. You want to clean standard filters if you've got those in your vent hood with a degreasing solution, then follow it up with warm soapy water, or you can just take it out and put it in the top rack of your dishwasher. It works just as well, and it saves one more thing from your to-do list. If you've got a unit that uses activated charcoal filters, make sure you replace those filters on a regular basis. Follow the directions. If it's once a month, do that. Once a year, do that. Just pay attention to it. Well, if you like that tip, there are tons more on our website at moneypit.com, along with our complete inventory of home improvement articles, hundreds of ways that you can find the information that you need to get the jobs done around your house. 888-666-3974 is another way that you can get the info you need to help you out. Let's get back to those phones. Leslie, who's next? Heading down south to Florida, where Umberto has a question for us. What can we do for you today? Uh, yeah, I uh, thank you for taking my call, first of all. Um, I uh, have a condominium in Florida, and uh, it has uh, brick construction, so it's not, it doesn't lend itself to a lot of cutting and patching like drywall. Okay. So, you know, and I want to add a washing machine. And my idea was to put a washing machine next to the kitchen sink. So I'm looking to see if there's in the market a washing machine that goes under the kitchen counter. Umberto, I know uh, exactly uh, what you're speaking of, and there actually um, are a couple of manufacturers that make washers or what's called a washer-dryer. It's one appliance that does both washing and drying, one of which is an appliance company called Thor, T-H-O-R. They're a not well-known brand, but they've actually been around since, I think, the early 1900s. 1907. Their website is thoropplianceses.com, T-H-O-R appliances.com. And their washer-dryer combination, which, again, is one unit, is about the exact same size as a dishwasher. It's uh, 23 and 3 eighths wide and 33 and a quarter high, which will fit underneath your countertop. Mm -hmm. That's even better. Umberto, there's another one out there, and it's from a company called LG, which I'm sure you've heard of and you see them at every home center. They do a separate washer, and they also do a combo washer-dryer. And you're looking at their 4.5 cubic foot ultra-capacity high-efficiency steam washer. Now, they're both pricey. The Thor one's in the $1,900 range, and the LG one's in the $1,700 range. But they both look really cool. They're both made to go under counters and save a lot of space. So, And they're uh, Energy Star rated as well. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Linda in Colorado needs some help in the bath. What's going on? We had our home built in January, be nine years ago we moved in. And at the five-year mark, well, it was four and a half years, it, you know, have that five-year guarantee. So I quick wrote a note off to the a builder, and they came and looked at my bath stuff. It's got rust, long strips of rust going through the bottom. Okay. Now, I don't have kids at home. I used to have four kids. I'm not a young duck. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough kids, and I've never had a rusted bathtub in my mm-hmm. life. Okay. 
and and they tried to tell me that was just normal wear and tear. There's no kids even to wear it out. A proper finish on a bathtub is going to protect it from rust. Are you sure it's rust that you're seeing and not mineral deposits or dirt? Because on the bottom of the tub, you have anti-skid pads that intend, they tend to collect a lot of grime and sort of make it look like it's discolored. Okay, well, I scrub at it and it doesn't come. Have you tried CLR? C-L-R. Yeah, it stands for calcium lime rust. It's pretty good at getting rid of the, the, the grunge that sticks to the bottom of the bathtubs. But if it's a typical uh, metal tub, it's going to have a porcelain finish, and generally they don't rust. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen one of those rust that wasn't, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I tell you what, I will get C-L-R, and I'll try it this week. If it doesn't come off, can I call you back? Of you absolutely can. That's the money-back guarantee when you call us at 888-MONEY-PIT. <laughs> it's free. Linda, thanks so much for calling us at 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Hey, are you ready for your holiday baking chores? Well, you might be ready, but how about your oven? When we come back, we're going to give you a recipe for a natural oven cleaner using products that won't hurt your hands, hurt the environment, and you may have them on hand right now in your cabinets. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. The Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at guardiangenerators.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because this hour we are giving away a set of three stiletto paintbrushes. Now, they're worth 20 bucks, but they are going to save you a ton of time. So the price is really priceless. They are valuable. It's a unique brush, and it gives you an edge that you really need to make precision cutting in. The brush itself is sort of pointed like an arrow, and it makes the, the whole ridiculous task of cutting in and taping that takes forever and ever and ever just a breeze it goes very quickly and it really will make your painting project go that much more quicker so you can have that beautiful redecorated room just in time for the holiday season so pick up the phone and give us a call for your chance to win 888-666-3974 and leslie i hope that you had a tasty thanksgiving holiday uh I whipped out my maternity pants just so I could totally eat as <laughs> much in. turkey. You know what it was? It was like I didn't eat any turkey last year because the whole four-hour process of roasting at an early stage of pregnancy made me so nauseous that by the time I put the turkey on the table, I wanted nothing to do with it. So I made up for it this year. And as I settled down after everybody left, I whipped out my maternity jeans. And put them on. <laughs> Well, there's a way to have a great meal without feeling guilty about it, right? Nothing got tight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a great meal here, too, except we had a little incident in the oven. You know, uh, we like to use those those bags that you cook the turkey in because it kind of keeps everything nice and neat. I know you swear by them. Except this time we had a little incident. It broke. And it spilled all over the inside of the oven. So after and I bet the, the grease just all splattered it was a mess. everywhere. It was a mess. So after everyone took off, we had a chance to uh, clean the oven. And I whipped up one of my sort of homemade 
recipes to do just that. I made a paste of baking soda and water, and I applied it and let it sit there, and I scrubbed it with a little bit of steel wool. Did it dry and out and sort of become crusty? You have to sort of keep it wet as you okay. sort of work it, but i got to tell you, it came out great. And if you've got a stubborn stain, there's another little additive to that you can throw in the recipe, and that is salt. Salt, baking soda. Oh, it's a good soda, abrader, I bet. It is water. It makes the perfect homemade oven cleaning paste, and it really came out perfectly clean. And you should have seen the oven before we started. It was a disaster. It was spilled all over the place. And when I got done, it looked like a brand new oven all over again. So you see, you don't need the expensive <laughs> oven cleaners. You don't need the stuff that really stinks up the house. And it's house. a good way to work off all those calories from the that's meal right. itself. And that's why I didn't need the maternity pants, you see. <laughs> I could have lent you mine. <laughs> I, I, I would have pulled out my sweatpants, but I didn't need them. I worked it off cleaning my oven. 888-666-3974. Lots of folks standing by. Let's get back to those calls. Who's next? Bonnie in Utah needs some help in the kitchen. What can we do for you today? Yes, I need some tips for installing a garbage disposal. Okay. Now, uh, is this a new one or are you replacing one? I'm replacing one. All right. Well, that's good because it's a lot easier project to do. Do you have a new one in mind? Did you pick it up yet? Yes, I have. Um, I have measured the center line, the width, or excuse me, width, height, and they all line up. Okay. Uh, the existing P-trap and discharge tube are going to line up. Mm-hmm. I do need to knock out the dishwasher uh, plug from the unit. And right. That sounds scary. Yeah, that's pretty easy to do. The power source is a plug cord, and I have a GFI plug and switch set up. Well, it sounds like this is going to be a really easy project for you to do. I mean, it's it's basically you're going to disassemble what you have and install a new one in the same way. Uh, one of the nice things is that you already have the snap ring in place. That's the sort of piece of hardware that uh, is at the bottom of the sink that where the garbage disposer actually attaches to it. That's fairly universal, so you won't have to replace that. So I think you can basically go piece for piece, pipe for pipe, screw for screw, and pull out the old one and put in the new one. This is not a hard job to do. What do you have to turn off? Do you have to turn off the circuits? Do you have to turn off the water? What are the steps there? Uh, it's a plug-in situation, so all you have to do is unplug it. And because we're talking about the drain, just make sure nobody runs the water while you're under there. And, uh, you know, it, there's nothing to be worried about. You know, when you take apart the trap, you're going to have some water that are, that'll pour out of it, but not so much. You have a couple of towels underneath, and you'll be okay. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate your help. You're very welcome, Bonnie. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now we're going to chat with Mike in North Carolina, who's got a question about a water heater. What's going on? Uh, I heard you I heard you uh, talking about the uh, tankless water heater. Yes. And the efficiency about it and mm-hmm. everything like that. Uh, my question is, uh, what I have now, I have a, a water softening system. Okay. And uh, and I, I I don't know exactly where I heard it, but uh, I heard that uh, a water softening system was not compatible with that with this particular uh, tankless heater. No, that's actually it's actually opposite of that. Um, if you have hard water, the mineral deposits will clog the inside of a tankless unit. So the fact that uh, you have a water softener uh, protects you from that problem. So. Uh. Uh, you can go ahead and install a tankless water heater and enjoy that efficiency and that unlimited demand uh, for hot water, that unlimited supply for hot water, I should say, uh, and be fine as long as you have a water softener. 
Uh, what would be the return of, uh, on the investment to this uh, tankless heater? You know, you're going to get a pretty decent return on investment. Now, mind you, tankless water heaters are a bit more expensive than traditional water heaters, but not that much if you compare them against the high-efficiency tank water heaters. Um, I love tankless technology. Uh, we've got a lot of great success stories to back that up. It's got a lot of advantages. Not only do you have an unlimited supply of hot water, uh, many of them have uh, remote controls so that you can actually adjust the water heater without actually being at the appliance itself. Very safe especially if you have kids and you want to send them up to take their shower on their own. You can make the water a bit cooler for that and then uh, crank it back up to the normal temperature that you use when an adult takes uh, a bath or a shower. So I just think it's a great product. Uh, now that you have a water softener, you will have no worries about clogging, and I think it's a worthwhile investment. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now we're going to help Mark in New York with a heating question. What's going on at your money pit? I bought a house three years ago, and it's time to update the heating system. Okay. Um, so my question is, is I have an old oil heater, and it's uh, old by 30 years, mm-hmm. um, heated by radiator heats, um, you know, f- converted from steam now to water. So the pipes are about three inches big. So my question is, is how should I um, upgrade? If you have a 30-year-old boiler, you have an old honking oil burner, you want to update it, I think installing a gas, modern, high-efficiency boiler would be the right thing to do because it's going to save you a lot of money moving forward. Okay, great. Thank you very much, guys. I'll look into that. All right, Mark. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, if your holiday to-do list has you feeling very overwhelmed and running around, we've got a way to make a chore a lot more convenient for you by moving your laundry room from the basement to a floor that works for you. We're going to tell you what you need to know next. The Money Pit is brought to you by Owens Corning. It's easy to insulate your home and save money. What's stopping you? Learn more at insulateandsave.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if you're too shy to pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, you can email your question by going to moneypit.com and clicking on Ask Tom and Leslie. Let's get to some of those questions right now. All right, we've got one here from Tom in Eagle River, Alaska, who writes, I relocated a washer dryer upstairs for my mom so she wouldn't have to go into the basement. The problem is the stacked washer dryer shakes very badly. The machine was adjusted twice with no luck, and now the company says it just needs a new floor or even a concrete floor. Any (laughs) suggestions? So the appliance company says, just install a concrete floor on the second floor (laughs) of your house. Yeah, okay, good suggestion. Let's get right on that. Actually, I will say, although their suggestion was ridiculous, uh, the problem is actually the floor of your house because the machines, when you move them upstairs, start to vibrate, and that the, the floor structure kind of contributes to that. There is, though, a better solution, though, than jackhammering out what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a company that actually made a special anti-vibration pad for this. It's called Kellett, K-E-L-L-E-T. I think it's called the Kellett Shake Away pad. It's a shock absorber for washing machines. They're like four little pads and they go under each leg of the washing machine. And basically what it does is it absorbs the vibration. If you can put this as sort of a layer of insulation between the washer and the floor, that vibration problem will totally go away. So look up that. It's called Kellett Shake Away. 
All right. Next up, we've got Connie in Greenville, South Carolina, who writes, the electrical wall sockets in all three bathrooms have quit working. No trip circuit breakers are in the circuit box. How can the problem be identified and repaired? Ah, she's been bitten by the ground fault bug. Yeah, yes, it's like Connie. usually there's one in a, some remote <laughs> location like your garage that goes exactly. off and somehow your bathroom doesn't work. Yeah, Connie, the situation is that uh, the electrical outlets in all of the bathrooms, as well as probably the garage outlet... Mm, even are, your kitchen, if it's it by a sink. could be, but typically, depends on the age of the house. Typically, I don't know why this is, but bathroom and garages very often are grouped together electrically. So and weird. one of those outlets is going to have a test and reset button on it. That is the ground fault circuit interrupter, and it's, it acts just like a circuit breaker. If that pops out... Not only will the outlet that has it be dead, but all the other outlets connected to it are dead as well. I would suggest the first thing you do is go out in your garage and look for an outlet on the wall that has the test and reset button on it. Press the reset button, and I bet you, miraculously, you'll have power again in all of the bathrooms as well as the garage. All right, Jim in South Carolina writes, My brick house is 40 years old. Purchased about three years ago. Outside, I noticed that some mortar between the bricks is disintegrating, and some bricks are cracked or broken in half. What needs to be done to fix this problem? Um, it sounds like you're getting an excessive amount of water in that area. Generally, when you have a, a, a brick house, uh, if, for example, the gutters have not been cleaned and water overflows along the ground, that water splashes up and it'll wear away the mortar. It'll saturate the bricks, then they'll freeze and crack. So I don't know where the deterioration is, but I bet you there's a water trigger to this, gym, and I would look into getting uh, that remedied. In terms of the repair, cracks in brick, you can seal those with a silicone caulk. Mortar, you can add some additional mortar to that. I would suggest using an epoxy-based mortar, which is going to be a little stickier than uh, traditional mortar, uh, and it'll stay there for a longer period of time. All right, Jim, hope that helps. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. The show continues online at moneypit.com, where you can search everything we've ever written about home improvement. Hopefully give yourself some tips to get the next project done around the house. And remember, you can always call us 24-7-365 at 1-888-MONEYPIT. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.